It's time to elevate your consciousness and tune in. This is Mastermind with your host, Dr. Rebecca. This show is about possibilities. If you're successful, ready, and highly motivated to make the necessary changes in your life, we'll provide the tools, direction, and encouragement to help you along the way. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca. Welcome back to Mastermind. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca. And uh, Mastermind is a special show because I and my guests will be talking to you at different levels of awareness. You'll hear what you're ready to hear today. And when you listen to this again, you'll hear what you're ready to hear in that moment. In fact, every time you listen, your experience will be slightly different and you'll learn something that previously were not yet ready to understand. In our first show on heart intelligence, we learned how to get in touch with intuition, that deepest part of you that always knows the answer you're seeking. At the end, we taught you a powerful, simple exercise to reconnect your mind and heart so that your thoughts and actions are aligned with that inner wisdom. In our second show, we began to access the unconscious mind to unleash our superpowers. And at the end of that, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a guided visualization at the end of that. There's an effective and easy way to begin this process. So today, Dr. Manny is back for part two of our superhero series. If you haven't yet heard part one from last week, great. All that means is that when you do go back to listen, you'll have a unique experience, one that none of us who've already heard it will have. So you'll be assimilating that information in a very novel way. And Again, I have Dr. Manny with me to have part two of this discussion on the hero's journey. Welcome, Dr. Manny. Uh, thanks, Becca, for having me, Dr. So, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, we're going to talk about the hero's journey today. And what I'd like to do is first let people know why this is significant. Can you explain a little bit to us about what the hero's journey is in general, this idea of the monomyth or this one story that birthed the hero's journey so that we can understand the context. Sure. Um, the story, the version I like is that deep in our unconscious, we have a set of memories that we are born with. And as we travel to, through life, through various experiences, different aspects of this story emerge. Uh, we have different experiences, and uh, a conscious mind is a ravenous pattern-finding machine, and so it's always looking for bits to make sense of, and there are certain things out in nature and out in the world that we as a species, universally, across um, the continents, across cultures, have learned to hear and recognize, even as children, uh, if you watch children watching a story, their ears perk up at certain parts, and if certain parts are missing, it's almost like they're not full, the story's not over, and they don't have that closure, that sense of mm -hmm. meaning and satisfaction and truth, deeper, deeper truth. Um, the hero's journey is the template. It's the most abstract uh, version of what are the things that we need to hear in a situation, in an event for it to make sense, for it to be personally meaningful, for it to be personally nourishing, for it to point me in the right direction. Okay, good. So because this is embedded basically almost with, within our genes, the, this pattern, even as children, there are certain aspects of our lives that mean something. And there are certain steps that we take that mean something. And so this is the hero's journey is basically calling that, that template out, as you call it. Mm-hmm. 
It creates a sense of forward motion, a sense of completion, a sense of connectedness to a higher power, a higher purpose. Yeah. So, and throughout this show, I will might just have random epiphanies about different movies that come to mind. So just be prepared for that. Uh, in general, the hero's journey and these steps don't always happen in this specific order, but this is a, a general order that they happen in. So in the hero's journey, there are two worlds. There is an ordinary world and there's a special world. And there's sort of an evolution from the ordinary to the special. The first is the person is just that status quo, just however things are going, they're going. They're in their normal life doing normal things. And then there's something called a call to adventure. So that's one of the first steps is a call to adventure where something might intrigue us or we realize that there's something of value that we want or need, but it's beyond the boundaries of where we have yet ventured. And so with the call to adventure, how does that usually happen? It happens by a disruption in the rhythm of your usual pattern. Uh, it can be good or it can be bad. It could be the death of a loved one. It could be a new marriage. It could be something, a frustration that you've had that has been growing to the point where it's untenable to the point where you decide to do something that you would normally not do. Just it, it's, it's that feeling that a sign is emerging. So like a feeling of uneasiness or a feeling of discontent, all of a sudden we were content, we were status quo, and then there's a feeling of discontent or a feeling of something has shifted our rhythm and we need to take action in order to write that. Yeah. And, and you can stay where you are after you get the call, but there's this right. increasing frustration where you're like, you know, this, this truth doesn't feel as truthy anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, so, so there's, um, uh, on the good side, there's free uh, curiosity. You're like, hmm, there's something over there. I'm intrigued. But mm -hmm. if, you, if you sit on your backside long enough that it becomes a frustration and irritation because you feel as if more of you is waiting on the other side of some action yes. than is here. Yes. It's kind of like a pebble in the shoe almost. You just exactly. you can't ignore it. You can ignore it for a couple of minutes and then it really starts to hurt. Right until it breaks through the skin. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't go that far. Hey, hey. You're going to get the action one way or another. <laughs> so then the second step in the hero's journey is assistance. Mm -hmm. And assistance can take form many forms. I know in the movies, so like in The Wizard of Oz, and like I said, in, and we talked about the, the alchemist, he, the king, is, uh, he gets assistance from the king. Mm -hmm. um, so in every story, fill in your epic myth that you've seen. Um, a lot of mine are cartoon or kid movies, so just be prepared for that. But um, <laughs> there's a, an assistant. Sometimes it's an outside person who comes in and gives us a special symbol. But I think sometimes also the assistance comes from within. All of a sudden we realize that th there's this bigger part of us that wants to, to, to take over and to start to be the leader in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and, and this is just a tie back to the, the last episode too. I wonder if sometimes this thing, um, this assistance comes in the form of, a, you know, in the, in the big movies, it's the cape or the shoes or mm -hmm. whatever. But for us, could it be, you know, my assistance is going to be, I'm going to grab my lucky shirt or I'm going to grab my, my lucky whatever. I'm going to grab that thing that means a lot to me that on this journey is going to be significant and helpful at some point. And I know that in instinctively. 
Yeah, and with me, my assistance has, when I was younger, it wasn't as welcome, <laughs> but it's, uh, I developed, and you've known me for a couple of decades, so you witnessed this, <laughs> an obsession around a thing, and it doesn't make sense. And for weeks, I'll be talking about it nonsensically until, you know, I'm like, I'm like there's this thing. And, and you know, you, you've been there with me. You're like, uh, dude, yes. you're like, dude, uh, what you said makes no sense. And a couple of weeks later, I'll come back. I'll be like, hey, I found this book about it. And you're like, sounds like you don't understand the book that you're talking about. <laughs> and then I'll call you a couple of weeks later and be like, hey, I found someone else talking about it. You're like, this makes a little more sense, but it's still the more noise than signal. And then you just, you just come to find out through, uh, iteration after iteration uh, to start to trust that voice and to start to head in that direction when it's from inside or if you if it's a type of person that shows up in your life you feel a certain sort of attraction and knowing to that person right you, somehow this person is different this person carries an energy or this thing carries an energy that you haven't felt before but you know is just right for this moment in your life or just right for this specific event this right uh, just right for this specific adventure you just know it mm-hmm. just now, like one you thing, mm-hmm. one thing that you said it's important and this i say this specifically to folks who have had some trauma this is not an invitation to return to your same pattern of maladaptive behaviors if you're used to attracting bad people into your life and you know smells like a duck walks like a duck quacks like a duck don't go right towards it talk about it was my signal again <laughs> That's not what that is. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. That's the opposite. <laughs> you know, it feels different. It feels like, you know, I haven't tried this before. Uh, and I, maybe I wasn't ready. But as they say, when the, uh, when the student is ready, the master appears. Right. You know, it may be that someone sounds different to you than they have in the past. And you, you try something differently as a result, and you start to get a little bit of that beginner's luck. That's one of the most powerful aspects. We're like, oh, something I've never tried before. And look, serendipity and synchronicity. Yeah, yeah. So, so to, and to, to think, I think about the Wizard of Oz with this there, with Dorothy, she's in her ordinary world, and her steps happen a little bit uh, in a different order, but she's in her ordinary world, and the tornado happens. She lands in this special world. The call to adventure, I think, happens with the, um, her needing to go back home. She, mm-hmm. er, Yeah. So then in her, um, her assistance comes from the good witch, Glinda. Yes. And the shoes for her would be her, you know, the talisman or that thing that she carries that has special powers that she knows or thinks give um, give her the power to go on this adventure and will come in handy at mm-hmm. some point. Yep. And that's the special help, the magical help. Uh, if you use Joseph Campbell's uh, model from a hero with a thousand faces. Uh, and sometimes in a lot of the stories, it's an, an old grandmother gives it to you. Right. Uh, uh, a bearded man gives it to you. Is you know it's, it's it's the magic wand. It's the thing that you know you feel a little scared when you don't have it with you, right? But, but the person gave it to you such that you remember them, and you really you remember yourself more deeply, your more powerful mm-hmm. self. So that this thing helps you remember who you really are. It helps you to become your more powerful or most powerful self. And when you have it in your hand or have it in your bag, you feel empowered and you just feel different with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And as such, people treat you differently because you're signaling right. differently. You signal differently. Your energy is completely different. Mm-hmm. So after the assistance, there's a departure to the new world. 
mm-hmm. um, or some type of departure where you're now on your way to this adventure or on your way to this battle, what, depending on, on what that is, if it's positive or negative, but you have officially gone on the journey, maybe the yellow brick road or um, something like that. So there's basically this is this transition from the ordinary world to the special world. Yeah. In my case, it was leaving my psychiatry residency to join our startup all the way in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole new world because I was really doing it now. And I was relying on uh, a call to adventure, something within me. And this was 2008, something within me was like, go that way. And this is the time to do it for real, for real. Leave, you know, leave everything as, uh, in the, as you know it behind and be, be true to you. So this is important because this is also the the space at which we might leave our tribe of origin or we might leave our comfort zone Mm -hmm. or we might leave everything that's familiar to us in order to go on this calling. We don't know where we're going. We just know that there's something there for us when we get there. Yep. And once you cross that threshold, often they call it crossing the threshold. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. You either have said or done done something that that you could pretend to turn back, but you're going to fall in that in that gap. Right. You are no longer at home when you go back because you, 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 you said something to let people know that you're grown now. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> you, you're grown now, so you better come back with grown folks stuff if you came out your mouth that way. It's true. <laughs> it's also good because it, it helps you not to turn back because you know you yeah. can't turn back. Yeah, because yeah, decision is an important part of the shift because you can't see the new world as long as you're... you're a, 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 um, is it, it's not ambiguating, is it? If you're flicking back and forth between two pictures, mm-hmm. uh, you only, you're only putting half your power into the formation of the new picture. And as such, you're guaranteeing failure. So, so, so you got to burn the ships. You got to burn the ships. Yep. You know? All right. So after this departure, you, the journey might be nice for a little while. You're, you're happy. You're confident. You're mm-hmm. so glad you made this decision. Also, you skip down the yellow brick road. Everything yeah. is great. Everything is colorful. Everything like in, is colorful. In The Wizard of Oz, everything was all Technicolor. <laughs> all <of a> you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm so glad I made this decision to leave this job. Or I'm so glad I made this decision to be with this person mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is. And then the trials start. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and a lot of people take this to mean, oh, I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have made this decision yeah. because I'm facing opposition or I'm facing resistance now. Yeah. I made a bad decision. And this is, yeah. this is a crucial time because, you know, there's a lot of I've left these people, I've just said these things, mm-hmm. and now I'm out here all alone. Yeah. In my case, it was I had uh, moved to Atlanta. I bought a huge house on a lake, uh, I, and you know I was buying everything. <laughs> you know, it was a startup, and they were paying us through the nose. And the promise was that uh, together, you know, we were the first twelve in this startup, uh, well funded. Um, and then <laughs> trials, you know, the trials and challenges. We burned through uh, four million dollars in six months, and they fired okay. everyone. Everyone. Okay. Like everyone. And <laughs> you mean everyone? <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, once I was one of the ones fired and the guy to the left of me and the guy to the right of me, I was like, oh, that's everyone. <laughs> you guys are really turning the lights off in this place. Fantastic. <laughs> so with the trials, and we have just a couple minutes before break. So what I'd like for people to do now is just, and I, and I think it's already happening, is to think about some event in your life that you're tracking through this show. What was your call to adventure? 
what was your assistance or who was your assistance? Who is your assistance if you're in the middle of a trial or a journey now? Uh, What was the departure point or the point of no return for you that you've decided this is what I need to do and this is how I'm going to do it no matter what because I know there's something better for me on the other side. Uh, And if there are trials or were trials, what are those trials? What do they look like? What do they feel like? And then when we come back from break, what we'll do is we'll continue with the hero's journey. We're going to start to approach, you know, usually you get through these trials and you get through these, these initial challenges and you start to feel good again. But then you come up to a huge, the master, the beast, the big turning point. Um, you come up to that. So right now we're approaching that point. And when we come back from break, we're going to be confronting our biggest fear. So whatever that is for you, um, um, Dr. Manny, if you want to say something really quick about that, just have about 30 seconds, I think. Oh, yeah. Scary stuff on the other side of this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when we come back, we'll talk about that huge approach, the approach to the huge crisis. And so just get that in your mind and just really think about it, whatever this trial or tribulation is for you. And um, we'll see you in a couple, uh, what, 30 seconds or so? This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Mastermind with Dr. Rebecca. To reach out to us during the live show, please call in to one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five. Again, that's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. Or you can send an email to Dr. Huey at lifthealing.com. Now back to Mastermind. And welcome back to Mastermind. This is Dr. Rebecca here. I'm your host, and I'm here with Dr. Manny St. Victor. And we're talking about the hero's journey. We're talking about going on this adventure. And we have approached our big crisis, the belly of the whale, the huge battle. 
And for me, again, I said I was going to bring up random kids shows, but I thought about Kung Fu Panda. Uh, Dr. Man, you can come up with your example, but I know in Kung Fu Panda, the big, the big battle, you know, he's this unlikely, unlikely hero. And he has this epic battle with Tai Long. And he eventually, well, I won't spoil it for the one person on earth who hasn't seen it, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it's the, it, it's the epic battle that people think of when they see these movies uh-huh. where the person meets the thing that they have always feared or have been anticipating beating, yep. defeating. And get punched in the throat and land flat on their back and don't right. know if they're going to get up. <laughs> it's the part in the movie where you're holding your breath like, oh, is this a tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or sometimes they even get killed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The death and rebirth are often a part of it. Um, now, in, in Superman, in the Superman movie, I believe it was when without all his powers, he got caught out there and was getting beat down. I'm talking the original Superman, you know? When you're like, oh, this guy's not going to make it. Or right. there, there was certain, actually, there was another one as well, where even after he'd gotten his powers back, he was getting beaten down. Right. <laughs> you know, it's those scenes where, where the way you can spot it in yourself is, is, this is it's ego death. Mm-hmm. It's ego death. It's the point where you're like, if I survive this, I promise I'll be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when you make all those promises. <laughs> it's bargaining. That's when the bargaining starts. Yeah, yeah, that is precisely when the bargaining starts. Because <laughs> on the other side of it, you're looking back like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and to be uh, and to be more serious about it, often this is the place where some of us choke up and we develop that PTSD. This is the battle that when you don't make it across, it, it comes back to haunt you over and over again because mm-hmm. you know that your truth was waiting on the other side. And it means now you got to go away for a, a month, a year, some therapy or whatever until mm-hmm. you're able to face it again. Right. And that's a good point, though, able to face it again. So we're going to face this lesson or this battle or whatever it is until we win. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of when, whatever, whatever the confrontation is that we have not yet uh, risen to the challenge in order to, to face or to, to win. We'll just face it again until we do. Yeah. Now, I want to point out one thing. We talked earlier about the challenges and temptations, the trials along the road. Uh, it's important to note that if you are at the big battle and you are losing, it's because you are underprepared. That might mean that one of the temptations uh, is still sapping your energy. Maybe the night mm-hmm. before your big battle, you went out and hit the club to pre-party. Right. You know, maybe a few minutes before the big battle, you had an argument with someone and you came into the big battle unfocused. And you'll see that a lot in the movies where until the person gets so focused that and so certain in their truth in that moment that there is no other outcome possible. You know, they they, they can't you can't bend reality. You can't until you get beyond your self-concept and you let go of ego to the point where, you know, it's like blow after blow. And all of a sudden you're like, you know. These blows may hurt, but they're not significant. Right. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't matter how hard they hit me. I, I, I am what it will be. My destiny is on the other side. I am now in this moment who will be what has emerged from the battle, who has emerged from the battle. And with that realization, transformation is taking place. Right. Laser focus. You have to be sure. Basically, you won't, be, you won't believe it. Or people say, I won't believe it until I see it. But it's the other way around. It, yeah. 
uh, until when I see it, that's when, you know, it, it will actually happen. You have to see it first. Yeah. Which means you have to believe it before right. it exists outside. Exactly. Exactly. So this crisis, and you also, you mentioned this term ego death. So this mm-hmm. is the letting go of all your preconceived notions. This is the letting go of everything you thought you were, everybody you thought you were, or in some cases, letting go of who you thought other people were. Mm-hmm. Um, letting all go the of promises you thought that being the way you were before were going to fulfill that life has shown you thus far won't be fulfilled, you know? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting the, a different result. Right. Right. And you, and you have to let all the, the, um, the preconceived notions and the, the, um, the, not the images, but the, the, the sort of like the imitation, the imitation of life type stuff to see who people, people who, for who they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of back to the Wizard of Oz. So if you'll notice, like in the Wizard of Oz, all those people that were in her ordinary world, in Dorothy's ordinary world, were also in her special world. Sure were. She saw them for who they really were. So like this, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Lion, they were really nice. These were the guys who were really nice to her and friendly to her and helpful to her in her ordinary world. And they became her sometimes her guides, but definitely her companions and her protectors in her special world. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's not that people around us change in our special world, but we start to see, when we start to see truth, we start to see people differently and we start to see people for who they really are. And we start to see things for who they really are. Yep. And often that means walking away from relationships that were really a pattern that were leading nowhere and listening differently to people you've been pushing away before because they were telling you things you did not want to hear. Wow. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. And a lot of times what used to feel bad before, because you were so busy being defensive and holding on to the old version of the truth starts to sound like guidance and starts to sound like the truth that it is now that you're ready to receive it. Now you're ready to receive it. Of ego. So when the, again, when the student is ready, the teacher or the master appears. Yep. And after this crisis, this ego death, you mentioned, you know, dying only to be reborn. Mm-hmm. And this rebirth is a special rebirth. Uh, this is a special uh, new person. So I'm not the same person anymore when I'm nope. reborn. Nope, you're a truer version of you. A truer version of me. Yeah. And the way you can tell that is that, uh, uh, and this is more Eckhart Tolle, he's like, when you're, when you're uh, eliminating ego, you're eliminating what is false within you. Yeah. And, and so once what is false within you is no longer in there, you're no longer triggerable, you're less distractible, you're more focused, you're more certain. And, and you also, the people who come around you, they, they, um, they notice the resolve. Because uncertainty, a lot of people, they, they sense uncertainty in others and it's like blood in the water. Yeah. When you're on the other side, you're no longer susceptible to ulterior motives, subtle jabs, and, and toxic people stand out to you like crazy because you're like, oh, you're not done growing yet. Right. You're doing the thing I used to do last week when I was still busy not facing myself. Right. And not critical or judgmental, but just let me stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the key parts because, and, and Tole says this in the book as well, in uh, The Power of Now, once you feel a hint of judgment at another person uh, because they're still in the process, that's ego coming in the back door. That means you're not done growing yet. Yep. That means you fell into the trap again because one of the ultimate temptations 
is to feel one up. Ego, remember, ego keeps us separate. Yeah. And it keeps us separate through comparison. It keeps us separate through negative emotions, through jealousy, through distrust, and through seeing these illusions. So if for a split second, you've, you've got this win and you're like, oh, I'm enlightened now. Yep. <laughs> so suddenly everyone who isn't, quote, enlightened in your book, you're, you're, you're getting a little bit of a, a, a rush out of making them, you know, out of uh, judging them as lesser than, guess what? You've, you've disconnected again. You're yep. back playing that game. You're back in that loop and that illusion where you're no longer focused on comparing only to self. You're comparing to other, and as such, the resources around you, instead of having gratitude and appreciation for them, as soon as they come into your conscious gaze, you're devaluing them. You're creating scarcity and lack. So in the, the, the scarcity and lack that is created means that we need another iteration, basically, of this whole thing yep. in order to, to, to get back where we need to get. So this is a constant evolution. It's a constant process. It's no journey and then arrive and then done. It happens over and over again throughout our lives. In the movies, it happens once and then there's a happy ending and everybody, you know, goes home and that's it. But in our lives, this happens on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. We're always going through this hero's journey. We're always handling this pattern of events Mm -hmm. and how we cope with that, how we deal with that and then evolve and go, you know, step up, step up again and step up again how well we do that determines our satisfaction in life. It determines our satisfaction with other people around us and just all kinds of different things. It determines what you attract. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Cause you, you can look back at your end of your day every, every day with gratitude and appreciation and notice the growth that you had, the lessons that you've learned, or you can look back at your day and complain about how much you dislike certain people and how, Un, un, unhelpful they were and how they owe you something and how tomorrow you're going to give them a piece of your mind, and, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, and then you, you attract like attracts like. So then you attract other people who want to sit around at the end of the day and complain about what, what bad things happened to them and who they yeah. want to get after the next day and who they're going to tell off the next day or, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and then there you are lost in the illusion again. And then on the other hand, there are the people, there's the group of people who talks about what they learned from the day, what they, what challenges they faced, how they overcame the challenges, how they're going to do better next time, or, you know, what, what things, uh, what things have I learned that I can share with you so that you can take that back tomorrow and use what I use because it worked for me. So yep. you want to be, but we all want to be around those people surrounded by that group of people. Yeah. And I think a rule of thumb, and this is another soundbite type of thought is uh, they say small-minded people talk about other people, uh, yeah. medium-minded people talk about events, and high-minded people talk about ideas. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you spend your energy on your ideas of what tomorrow will be for you at the end of today, then you reactivate the ideas and you come to attract those thoughts. You come to attract co- collaborative co-creators who are also thinking about those thoughts because People at that frequency don't have patience for drama. They have patience for growth. They have patience for mistakes. And they even have patience to allow you to learn. (laughs) Right, right. And and it's important to note also that when we talk, when we sit around and talk at the end of the day like this, we are creating our futures. We're creating the next day. So if you feel like it's Groundhog Day and and whatever it just keeps happening, it's because you, you create that the night yeah. before and you're in your self-talk and in your talk with others. Yeah. It's important I, to really listen to that. Yeah. And I, I, what I tell myself is uh, that evening's gratitude 
uh, and reflection on what went well that day and what lessons I learned from the things that didn't go well is sort of a handoff to myself to first thing in the morning. Now, right. if, I, if I want to jot some notes, if I want to review tomorrow's table of how I'm going to move forward, the things that I can get done, if I do a forgiveness exercise before I go to bed, all these things allow me to have a certain type of dreams overnight to do that, that, uh, yeah. that deep delta wave emotional processing. Right. So we can give a sign. That's a good, uh, that's a really good comment. We can give ourselves permission. We can give us our unconscious minds assignments at night. Mm-hmm. So depending on what, how our reflections go at night and what we decide we want to do or accomplish or learn, we can decide that before we go to bed. And that's giving your unconscious mind an assignment. You can ask a question. Yep. What's the best way to do this? Or what's the best way to handle it? Or who should I talk to tomorrow about this? And it will come to you. Yep. yep. And, and notice uh, one thing that Becca said was an assignment. <laughs> so, so if you go into rumination right afterwards, then you just misdirected your own mind. Right. You know, you, you go to sleep in, at a high vibration with a positive frame of mind, with that gratitude appreciation. And, and what develops is a habit of, appreciating everything from the day and seeing the parts that move you forward, uh, positive future self-talk and handing yourself one thing that first thing in the morning when your brain kicks on to do for me, I got to write it. Cause my first, my early morning amnesia is wicked. You know, <laughs> like I, I just be happy not to wet the bed every morning. And, uh, I'd be like, Get up, hit the bathroom. Gratitude. Gratitude for what? Oh, yesterday this good thing happened to me, and that cues me up for what today? Right. And the You've already set I, the tone for your whole day. Yeah, and my brain knows that I don't wake up beating myself up. I don't wake up afraid of anything. Any tiny bit of progress that day, I'm going to celebrate it. And my current self, no matter how big or intimidating the adversity in that moment, knows on the other side of that, I'm going to love me. There's not going to be no inner critic tearing me apart. And I, I, I can't even hear the haters, honestly, because anyone right. that comes at me with that negative energy, I'm like, clearly you're used to losing because based off your frequency, you don't get to celebrate on. So <laughs> why would I listen to your advice or your feedback? So that's a good segue. So always, always counting the win. So after the crisis and this huge battle, we, we, there's a treasure. Mm-hmm. Plus yeah. I'm alive. Well, yeah, that's number one. That's gratitude point number one. I'm still alive. And and if I did die, I'm reborn. Mm-hmm. So I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is the big, this is what I fought for. This is the thing that I entered this battle for or entered this challenge for. And yep. here it is. And it yep. feels it feels big. It feels scary and it feels good. And it also feels very significant. Yep. Now, can I slip in one thing real quick? Sure. Okay, now this is the importance of detachment from the outcome. You hear people talking all the time about detachment and not having expectations. One of the most painful things in the mind is to have that huge disappointment that triggers you reactively into self-criticism, blame, shame, guilt. None of those energies are useful in that moment, and they cloud up fantastic learning opportunities and crisp, you know, visceral emotions that can recondition your mind for winning. Yeah. So the guilt and the shame is what you're saying. Those those are emotions that do come up as a result of the kind of uh, the disappointment and the reactivity 
and setting expectations and being attached to future outcome, all aspects of getting caught in that ego narration. Right. So again, still an ego. So that, that might mean that we need to, to go through another cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Practice round <Okay>. number eight. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think one significant thing is when we get this treasure or when we get this thing, we win this battle then we realize who we are and what we're really capable of. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a huge realization because then we take that into the next battle. So we're constantly collecting these, these tools or these treasures that help us along mm-hmm. for the next journey. Yep. And, so, and, and in the psych world, to use the language, it's the resources. When people say tap into your resources, your yes. resources are the last time you faced this particular thing and what all you learned. <laughs> yeah, what did you learn? What do you have with you now that you didn't have with you a week ago or a month ago or a year ago? What, what can you call on now that you've been through something um, to help you through this? Yeah. And hopefully as we get older, we have more of those things. Absolutely. Sometimes we do have them, but we don't realize we have them because we haven't, like you said, taken an inventory. So it is yeah. good to write things down or to have a gratitude jar or to have yeah. some container where every time you have a victory, no matter how small, you write it down and you take, take a record of it so that um, and you can even say it out loud. You say it to other people. Well, I know it'll be OK, because last time when this happened, you know, this is this was the outcome. I know that I'm stronger because this used to bother me and now it doesn't. So in order to reaffirm it, not only to ourselves, but to other people, so that other people also see our growth and see our development and are encouraged by that. Yeah. And one technique that I've used over the years uh, is I use Facebook for it. Mm, you know, that's a good I, idea. I, I track my progress with, with means that are personally meaningful. And year after year, Facebook does this thing where they'll be like, last year at this time, yeah. At this time, and I'm I'm super pattern based, so my my future self is for my past self is my current self. So if mm. every day I'm able to look at six years worth of memories and mistakes and whatever, and be like, okay, I'm still alive. I still love me, and we're still here together, me, myself, and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, that gives me the strength to look at all those past moments as lessons, and when I'm in a new battle no matter what is happening in that moment or on a new journey, no matter what, hap- what is happening in that moment, I know that my future self will look back on it. And so I stay present and I just trust that. Good. Okay. And that's a good place to pause. Y'all. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to return to our ordinary world and we'll also take hopefully a couple live calls. So I think on the, the commercial you'll hear, you'll get the phone number to, um, to call in. And we'll see you in a bit. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. 
If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Mastermind with Dr. Rebecca. To reach out to us during the live show, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to Dr. Huey at lifthealing.com. Now, back to Mastermind. Hi, welcome back to Mastermind. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca. And we are here talking about the hero's journey with Dr. Manny. And yeah, so the last, when we left break, we basically talked about the epic battle. We talked about winning that treasure and learning how to call on our resources. So now that we've won the battle and we have this, 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 this group of tools, these, these resources that we carry with us as proofs of uh, previous victories. And now we're returning to the ordinary world. So, of course, in The Wizard of Oz, uh, Dorothy gets home. She realizes that she has everything within herself, even without the shoes, to get home. And she goes back home. In Kung Fu Panda, he does, you know, he goes back to his village, but he's a different person. He's a he's a changed person. He's transformed. And that's the 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 next step is a new life. So the person often goes back home, but they've outgrown their own self, their old self. They've developed in a new person uh, into a new person. So when they come back, they don't speak the same way. They don't act the same way. They don't they command more attention. Um, there's a new self-confidence uh, and a freedom from others' opinions, others' choices, and the old trappings are gone. They've just dissolved. Uh, yeah, these old ideas, this like sort of almost prison, mental prison that we've been in um, yeah. is gone, and we see the, see the world with new eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the key things is the concept of being a master of both worlds at that point. If you come back to the old world and you feel like you are above everyone and you are looking down at people and you lack the compassion and memory of what it was like to be in their position, if mm-hmm. you're not able to compassionately, empathetically engage with people and walk them through the steps that you did, guess what? <laughs> time, time for round nine. Time for round nine. <laughs> you're still in your head. You're not seeing clearly yet. The importance of transformation, the importance of transcendence is, is to come back from this ego death a different person right. without the need to play these mind games, to create these illusions, to tell yourself these stories that are disconnecting you from the oneness of, of, of life on this planet, whether it's with other humans, other, other, other species, uh, other cultures, other people pursuing different goals. Uh, 
incrementally you become more and more aware that we are all part of this one larger thing that has been going on for so much longer than you can yeah. imagine. And it's happening at such a larger scale than, than, than we could conceive of that you need to chill out with a judgment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just to remind everybody, we're live. So if you would like to call in with any questions, if you want to talk about the hero's journey, you want to talk about a, a step in the hero's journey, call one 866 472-5795, and we'd be glad to field some questions for you. Um, we're almost at the end of the hero's journey, and this last couple steps is uh, the resolution, and resolution, we kind of already talked about this, so the resolution is, you know, things are no longer a problem that were problems. We not only have outgrown our problems, but almost transcended in a way. We're in a whole di- different dimension. Yep. Um, there's a an Einstein quote. This is not direct a direct quote, but problems can't be solved at the same level at which they were created. Yep. We're on a different level. So those problems, it, it's not even necessarily that the problems were solved, but they're not even problems anymore. We've so outgrown that that level that yep. we can just step over things basically oh, I can't believe I used to be worried about that. Or, oh, I can't believe that used to be, you know, a thing. It's not a thing anymore. Nope. Nope. Basically, resolution is, uh, you can call on this as a proof of a prior victory. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the first step, anytime you have something new come into your life, you, you, you want to be able to look back at the times that you've been victorious against it. Now, when you're in the ordinary world, uh, a lot of us go through a roller coaster of emotional dramas throughout the day. We, we prod ourselves into action by triggering fears. We raise the stakes artificially. We distort what people say. We take things personally. All these different things to get us in motion when really motion comes from realizing a little bit of dissatisfaction with something and wanting to go ahead and uh, look back at these successes you've had before grab one of those techniques and pretty much automatically do the right thing in that moment. And that's resolution is when you come back and you're able to do that. And you realize that you're able to maintain equanimity for right. and rest <laughs> and rest. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, so a lot of things that, that were challenging before aren't challenging. You can just go ahead and grab one of those resources. Yeah. And I think a coherent narrative is an important part here. Your story makes sense. You don't feel like you're pretending the imposter syndrome is not there uh, with you having a fear that uh, things might fall apart. Ah. So, so, so I have a question. So how do we, let's say if I have a, a story that I'm telling myself um, about something that I've done in the past, because a lot of times we, we remember things or we remember challenges or things that we might have regretted, or we we tell ourselves stories about decisions we've made in the past. And we didn't have, like we have now, this structure of the hero's journey where we look at everything as another iteration of success, of learning. How can I take this forward? um, Or how can I look at stories that I previously told myself and apply this to it so that I get more out of it, more out of that experience? How can I reframe that? Well, the first step is to make sure you're not in, in, in any immediate danger. A lot of times we become self-conscious in the midst of the moment that matters. 
And instead of being present, we're in the story. And that's a fantastic way to get boots to backsides. You know, Uh, you'll show up halfway. Uh, If in this moment you need to to just be present and take action based off the skills that you have, you got to do whatever it takes to shut your mind down. You know, don't go don't go digging for a memory in that moment. Be fully present in the moment. Take your licks doing your best while there. Don't dissociate. That's one thing that often happens. And later on, we end up with a sense of trauma and a sense of shame. Don't don't be like, I don't remember what happened. I caught a beat down. Uh, let's go catch another one. <laughs> you know? but I can say, you know, like in the middle of a challenge, what if instead of, you know, with the beat down, say I, you know, this is my epic battle. This is where I call on my resources. This where I, this is where I realize that I'm stronger mm-hmm. than I ever thought I was. You know, I feel like that would. Well, you know, that's absolutely what you do. You get yeah. out of the way of your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. If we could reframe more of our experiences and more of our our lives as as this, as a hero's journey, as part of the hero's journey, and sometimes even say, I wonder what part of the hero's journey this is. Yeah, no. Maybe, yeah, you meet somebody and you're like, I wonder if, you know, um, and, and live that way in general. I feel like it gives our experiences more meaning, meaning, and then also it helps us to um, – to reframe events that we see as negative or reframe events as we see as, as harmful and always just as lessons. Yep. Yep. And and every step of the hero's journey has lessons, sub lessons within it. Part of, uh, if, if, if in the past you picked the wrong guide and you got led astray, guess what? Now when new things come up, you know who to turn to for help. If right. along the way, after you cross the threshold, you grab the first five guys that you saw because you had a scarcity mindset. And I'm going to make the metaphor a little closer to home for some folks. If you went off and married and had children by the wrong person, <laughs> you know, and you did a few years time there, you paid your dues. Uh, there's some stuff to learn there. You're like, you know, next time someone sends flowers like this, you know, and I'm, and I'm being, <laughs> uh, being, being facetious about it just to make right. it. Next time, you be like, next time, no guys that send roses. I'm going straight for tulips, you know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, you, in each step of the hero's journey along the way, know that ultimately what you're learning to do is when something unknown comes up, turn inwards and know that there is this pattern that has carried on from the dawn of humanity that has allowed man and, and woman, you Thank know, you. has allowed humans to continue to make this journey forward and, and to overcome things and to continue to thrive. This is, this is consciousness. This is, this is truth. This is the pathway for innovation. The pathway for innovation. Yeah. And then once we, once we have the confidence that we have this down, then we kind of just like, you know, when you, when you learn a, a tune or you learn, you know, a certain set of steps, once you have it down cold, then you can start to, improvise and start to spice it up a little bit. So same thing with this. Yeah. You can start to play with it a little bit. Oh, this is just another one of those epic battles. What if I use this tool instead of this one? Or what if I, you know, shoot this way instead of this way? Because I'm so relaxed in this. I know I'm going to come out a winner. I know I'm going to come out with the treasure, with the lesson. How is it going to happen? I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) And here they come. (laughs) True. Yeah. Yeah. And the ultimate goal is authenticity. You want the story that is yours. You want the people around you that love you. You, you, you want to, uh, each of your mistakes will have your signature, you know? And you mm-hmm. can be like, yeah, I used to be like that. I yeah. used to do that. I used to say that in this situation. 
And I don't because, well, the first 18 times that I did that, I got this result. Time 19, I tried this and I got this result. And time 20, I tried this and I got the good result again. Time 21 through 27, I did the same thing as I did in 1 through 18. <laughs> Just to make sure. <laughs> Just to make sure. because that's, that's Yeah, you don't give up because you went back to the old way for another lap. You realize that this journey, it happens over and over all day. There's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be temptations. There's always going to be those old world ways coming back to see have you really changed? Right. So let me pause right here. I know we're almost done. And thank you, Dr. Manny, for joining us. So you'll have to come back till we can do another show. This is fun. Man, whenever you want me, you know I'm there. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to let everybody know that I do have a, a special mini ebook series. And one of, those, uh, one of those ebooks is called Let's Do It. And it's basically a way to get you motivated and give you the, the willpower and also the tools to start any of these um, heroes journeys that we talked about that you may have been putting off. And again, it's called Let's Do It. It's on my website, drrebeccamd.com. Rebecca is spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H, drrebeccamd.com. And also, uh, Dr. Manny, how can people find you online? Uh, if you go on social media, specifically Facebook and Instagram, and look for the hashtag Asylum Awaits, A-S-Y-L-U-M-A-W-A-I-T-S. Thanks for spelling uh, awaits. Hey, hey, you got it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, AsylumAwaits.com, same spelling. Uh, I actually have a seven-day free breathing course. Breathing is at the core of transformation because breathing allows you to shift frames and pick a hero's journey as opposed to a victim story. So I have that on my, on my website, asylumawaits.com, uh, and you can reach me through there as well. Or you can follow me on social media and be like, hey, dude, I heard you on the radio. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just let me know which, which show you, 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 you uh, bumped into my ideas on and we can chat. Good. Okay. So, and um, by the way, Dr. Manny is also a hypnotist. You want to tell people a little bit about that or? Oh, yeah. I'll be digging in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my original training was in psychiatry and I left my psychiatry residency um, three days into the third year to go make addictive video games. Mm -hmm. uh, I came to learn that that was hypnosis in one form, but I wanted to learn the true art. So I went through the deep training over the years, studied all the neuroscience of it, and I'm a certified hypnotist. Now, I help you change the behavior that you don't believe you can change yet. Right. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and both of us, so, and like I said before, a lot of my guests will know hypnosis and will use hypnotic techniques just so that these concepts that you hear on this show are assimilated more quickly and more uh, powerfully in your unconscious mind. So, and the more you listen, the more deeply they get embedded. So, mm -hmm. and you know, mo many people have listened multiple times. So anyway, that's all the time we have for today. And I would love to see you again. Thank you so much. See you next week on Mastermind. Thank you for tuning in to Mastermind. Please join Dr. Rebecca for another show next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll talk again next week.